0: We're talking about Edris Elba. Black Highlander comes up. Boom.
1: I would put it on the bun. You can put <laughs> the pickles. You can put said, pickles in and the
0: pickles. put, put the pickles in there. You can put the pickles in there. Hey,
1: Come on, Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it, away, Take it away, John Friggin Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong.
0: <laughs> and rules are just suggestions. I like the pipe made
1: up as we go along shut up court fuck you and who knows what you'll find here maybe heaven or your worst fears whatever it may be it's yours to keep forever just in time you've entered a rabbit hole please go down further where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity
0: my uh, nipples are sweating.
1: <laughs> what are they doing to that chicken?
0: <laughs> They're punching holes in it. You know, I want a tea bag, Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird.
1: You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like,
0: you know and what I mean? Want... Like
1: flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I had a heart attack. Fuck you.
0: It's a sunny, shiny day. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fat people need love too. And happy stoning.
0: When has a stoning ever been happy?
1: Well, every day I do it. It's it's pretty goddamn happy. I don't know about you, but you know,
0: I don't think anyone has ever really truly sat there, smoked weed, and got depressed. I mean, there's kind of sad
1: moments and shit, but, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't take away all the sadness. But at the same time, I've seen angry people become less angry, though.
0: That's how I live my life.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much me, too. Just, every time I get pissed off, I, should, I it's one of those, like... It's it's pretty much like uh a, like a Snickers, you know what I mean? You're not you when you're hungry. I'm not me when I'm not high. I That am a, sounds so fucking bad. No,
0: because some fucking tweaker's probably saying the same thing in some alleyway. <laughs> or some not, heroin addict's yeah. fucking whispering it to his sweet nothing.
1: You're not you when you're sober.
0: <laughs> but let's be real. Anytime you have, like, some... I compare... Obviously, weed more to like an alcohol substance, not in the points of killing yourself, but you know, like a it's a relaxing it, <coughs> that doesn't help either because fucking heroin, <laughs> dude. None so, of it does.
1: You've walked that you, you've walked down a tunnel that has no light at the end, it's no, just the it. <laughs>
0: only because li- then if you describe the other part of it, you have fucking anger issues. It's like, dude, yeah. I, I'm pissed yeah, off. No, I only smoke when
1: I get mad, and I get mad like 70, 17 times a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: so i mean like i don't smoke at work or anything like that i haven't in a while dude i'd stop smoking at work i that's mean because it's hot yeah and being I'd... high when you're hot <laughs> isn't fun at all <laughs> like not saying you need it for fun but it's I, just not good
1: i love that you didn't even try to defend it you were just like yeah that's a...
0: dude do you know how pr- no, like yeah. my being productivity has, has the went sun, down so much in painting
1: you're stoned storm. outside in the sun it is fucking annoying. That is, it's not even a high killer. It's like a high, it's the worst kind of high intensifier. Like, dude, it's that, immobilizing. I know showers are great when you're high for
0: a minute until it like kind of sobers you up a bit. But even that's not that bad. Hot, like hot boxing. Here's the thing that most people don't talk about in hot boxing when you hear about hot boxes. You sweat a lot. You sweat a lot. Dude, you won't leave a baby in a car for three minutes, but you sit out in your car for twenty minutes in the same heat. I used to be bad
1: with it, dude. I used to <laughs> this dude, is the, go outside. I don't recommend any of this. I don't recommend any of this what we're saying or what what about to be said, but there was there was a time when I used to on the commute home from work, even when even when it was hot, I would roll up the windows, turn off the AC, start sweating balls, to the point where I was using a novelty sweatband. Putting it on my head for the drive home so that way I could hot box my car on the freeway and not get sweat in my eyes. Okay, here... Uh, <laughs> speaking of hair, sweat, all that... I'm about to bring
0: back the Calso look of the, like, <laughs> hair coming up and everything. Dude, every year it gets hotter in California. Don't come here. It sucks. And it gets hotter. And And now I have an actual haircut? Compared to just shaving my head, so shit comes into my eyes. I didn't have that as a kid, <laughs> as a like a teenager doing sports. Never had sweat go in my eyes. I've always had sweat
1: in the eye problem, with a fro, without a fro, with cornrows.
0: might be because I got these blocks, <laughs> like a Neanderthal or something? Like, wow, that came out weird sounding. But anyways. Every day at work lately, like, just salt in my eye.
1: Mine's just because I'm
0: fat and I sweat hard. So imagine doing that, just salt in the eye, while you're driving, smoking weed with a headband on. So that doesn't happen, but you're in the car. It's fucking hot. It's California, middle of summer, 105, no AC on, windows all up. You got to make sure you don't fuck up the hotbox. You make, you hear
1: the... You know the things movies really don't point out about hotboxing cars, especially... Is that, okay, yes, they show like through the windows that the, the car is filled with smoke and you can't, you know, see through. What they don't talk about is how foggy the windows get. When you, when you, when, it looks when like multiple people are hotboxing a car, it, yeah, exactly. It looks like you've been fucking. It looks like Titanic when they fucked in the car and her hand stuck on the window and slid down. What's
0: even worse is when you have four guys come out of a car. Windows
1: foggy and you see no smoke coming out. And then just. (gasps) Oh,
0: that's so lame. Because first just rolling up the
1: windows and vaping. You're not going to hotbox the car with the vape. But you are going to make the windows foggy with your breath. So that makes it. You're coming out of that. Four dudes coming out of the car. No smoke coming out. Windows foggy. They don't even smell like weed. They smell like fruit. And they look like it, too. (laughs) Anyway, you are just in time. We are two of the J and T baggers. Can you tell it's an anchor episode because we came in? This sounds so bad, but we came in so happy. It sounds so weird because corn. It doesn't. We're happy when corn's here, but there's something nostalgic almost at this point after you know five plus years of podcasting and or doing this show. Yeah, there there there's times when it's like, nah, we need a. Every now and then, it's like a. It's almost a necessity. Like now we need to do a, the DJ Van Nielsen, Norman Bluntz, here again. Now you've clicked the title and apologize for the uh, the early weirdness there. Occasionally we would like to have some banter at the beginning of an beginning of an episode. <laughs> wow, that that is a good joint. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we gotta talk some shit sometimes. You know, it's not always gonna be just strictly about the late review. But this is a late review. <laughs> some movies suck, some, some are great, but our reviews are always late. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. Before we get into, uh, well, you know what's coming, so we don't even have to say the title. Do we? Do we? No. But we will say thank you to John Frickett Smith. Not only for that late review intro that you just heard, but for the yours to keep that you heard at the very beginning. It opens all of our episodes, except for like the first 70, something like the 69 or some shit. But you can find that song <laughs> as well as the rest of the album Songs of the Great Collapse at John You didn't think I was going to find my way back, but I found it. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was just waiting
0: for a, a lull in in the talk right there to try to segue it, and then I was like, "Oh wait, you know what? No, just shut up. Just shut up for a second. Let
1: natural. Have faith." And boom, that's what happened. Yeah, that's how we met John Frickin Smith. We just had faith, and we just all of a sudden we met a genius.
0: He's like the next generation's Fred Durst in a good way.
1: It. it Trust me, in a perfect world, he would be not in this room with us, but like we'd be in like a studio and he'd be like the engineer. And occasionally he would cut in and tell us to stop talking about that bullshit and stick to the subject. Or go further down the rabbit hole. Keep breaking off.
0: You know, John, <laughs> let me talk to you. If you do hear this one, I hope you do. Can you let us know which one you prefer? Yeah. We'll start dedicating whole episodes, not just the the beautiful introductions by Millie half the time. And Corn when he's remembering and not drunk.
1: Oh no, I've been thinking about that. I've been wanting and saying that too. John Frigginsmith Smith is like a he's like a like a I guess executive producer almost.
0: He's awesome. <laughs> Go listen to his freaking music, all right? Yeah. Check it out.
1: Annie Huber. Any Hoover? That was—I don't know if that could have sounded any more like corny.
0: Yeah, that was like fifties talk right there. You know, Mister Hoover.
1: (laughs) We are here for the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The one and only second Suicide Squad. (laughs) Boom. Is it a sequel? Not quite. Is it a reboot? Not quite. Maybe softly.
0: It's like a weird conjuncture of the two.
1: Yeah. It, it, very strange. I mean, you've got Margot Robbie returning. You've got, uh, you know, Amanda Waller returning. You've got uh, Rick Flair. Yeah, Captain Boomerang. But then you've also got, uh, you know, Idris Elba not playing Deadshot. Bloodsport. Yeah. A whole different character who's a black guy who has a daughter and is a criminal and his daughter's being used against him to make him join the Suicide Squad, but that doesn't matter. They bring in Savant. Yeah. Michael Rooker.
0: Which was very interesting. That was a very interesting role. Yeah. (laughs) He looked like such a badass.
1: Went out like a biatch. Got eaten by the same type of bird that he had killed it. The beginning of the movie,
0: cool. Now well, That's the definition of irony.
1: There will be spoilers. We're, I think, I'm, I think we're just relinquishing that now. I, I, at this point, our reviews are late for that reason. We'll just sure we'll use it? that excuse. <laughs> yeah, our reviews are late because spoilers. <laughs> now, yeah, well, uh, well, first off, this is the one time. The one goddamn time we actually get Rook to go with us to the damn movies.
0: Yeah. First time in years.
1: (laughs) We get to the theater. Before we could walk in the door, the guy comes. Yes, we went to, I know it's on HBO Max. We went to the fucking theater because we felt that we were actually, we just felt like going to the goddamn movies. Well, I fucked up too, though. (laughs) Like, how did you fuck up?
0: I bitched at you guys for how long you guys don't invite me. So Corn <laughs> invited me. I think it was uh To old. Yeah, I to old that. and I was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> like no, Reg wasn't feeling good. It wasn't like a like, oh yeah. You know what? <laughs> I have to. Like I'm sorry, just be there. Like, I'll be back suicide squad it wasn't one of those situations either but it was like oh okay i just turned him down for old fuck it i told him suicide squad would be cool
1: yeah that's what corn said too he's like he's he said he can't this week but he's down for suicide squad next week i'm like all right well let's try it out
0: yeah so i i mean i didn't care too too much for the first one there was cool parts but i didn't care too much for the first one i never even bothered so i didn't want to have that situation of like dude i don't want to go to the movies as like a return of the three people going to movies <laughs> with a shitty movie. But we eh. we all got there. Corn was pretty late at picking me up. He lied to me.
1: That was the well. That was the the downside was there was only two showings at each of them. There's there's two theaters out here in the greater Hemet San Jacinto area, both Regals. Both one both of them had a seven o'clock showing. One had seven thirty, and one had a seven forty. And so yeah, we were
0: late for the seven forty. Corn
1: was like corn. To be fair, he was transparent the entire time through the entire day. He's like, might be cutting it close on seven forty. Yeah, I'm cutting it close. All right, we can show up later. We can go tomorrow. I was like, uh, you're probably gonna be late tomorrow too, and I gotta get up early on Saturday. Let's just let's just. Go tonight. Let's just do. this. I didn't even
0: think about that, dude. Like, he still could have been late yeah, on, on Friday. because yeah. I told him I was like, dude, if you can't make it, let me know. And fuck it, we'll just go Friday. Because hell, I get paid on Fridays, asshole. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, if I can't make it. I'll let you know.
1: But he's been late on Fridays, dude. Right? Yeah, like, I didn't even think about that. Situation. I was like, no, oh, let's just let's just go, and we'll, we can be twenty minutes late. We, you know, there's ten minutes of fucking trailers. But yeah, we got cut off at the door. The guy could, didn't even let us in or nothing. Just like, nope, nope, nope. Last showing sold out. Sorry, guys. Like, he looked genuinely disappointed, too, to have to turn us away. But before we even got to the doors,
0: if you looked through the doors, he was fucking skipping and shit, giving them thumbs up. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dick. That I know it probably had nothing to do with us coming to the door, but I felt like it did. But. And then I mean, all of us know. had that, like, look of dismay. Then, okay, well, fuck it. You guys want to go watch it fucking on HBO Max?
1: And I hadn't even thought of that. I'm not even going to lie. I was only thinking of going to the theaters, and then it was just like, oh, yeah, that, there's that option, too. Let's, yeah, let's just.
0: Yeah, well, eh. fucking Carter told us right before. He called Korn, asked him what he was doing, so I don't know why. <laughs> he, like, got shocked when I told him I was doing the same thing when he called me shortly after. Told Korn, oh, dude, it's on HBO Max. Why are you buying movie tickets? And then he calls me, and he says the same thing. And I was like, I don't know.
1: Because we want to, God damn Go it, because we movies. like going to movies.
0: I was like, I mean, that's and not a bad idea did for a see, backup, but.
1: See, I had turned down uh, Mortal Kombat. I didn't even turn it down. It was so it was more when, when it came out, I pretty much just texted Korn like, yeah, it's on the Max. You want to just watch it on there?
0: Yeah, fuck it.
1: But, uh, Tori, it was one of those, yeah, when, uh, when Suicide Squad came out, I was like, I kind of want to go see that. I, I want to see it in the theater. It's, it's a James Gunn movie. You know, it's going to be big and bombastic and wacky. And that's what it ended up fucking being. Yeah, because there was two teams in this one. Fucking
0: Weasel. Dude, that guy's fucking awesome. Let's be real. Yeah. James Gunn is perfect at making inanimate objects great characters. Doesn't matter the size. And then just running with it. So, I guess that would be like Baby Groot with Weasel in a way. Or Teenage Groot.
1: Now, what did they call that the the team? Task, task Force X? Yes. Now, you know what's funny about that? When I say they stole that scene, that opening scene of the... the let's be real. The, the Half the team gets wiped out. They stole that that premise from Deadpool, too. He had X Force. That's why I had to make sure of the fucking name. <laughs> X Force. Including, like, Terry Crews and fucking fucking a couple other, like, you know what I mean? Famous actors. He had fucking a guy that could spit fucking, like, uh, acid and shit, like that, or vomit acid, something like that, an invisible guy. They all jump off the plane, parachutes and shit. Deadpool lands. And then everybody else proceeds to die on their landing. <laughs> One guy hits a fucking helicopter or the hits the, the propeller and shit. Pfft, instant death. Invisible guy lands on a fucking telephone wire. You see him flash in and out for a second. Who is it? Brad Pitt.
0: <laughs> Dude, that, <okay>. that <laughs> does make a lot of sense. How, Captain Boomerang gets blown up after their cover gets blown by Pete Davidson. <clears throat> Yeah. He gets shot in the face instantly. I'd
1: love that. I, I I, didn't know how much I needed to see James Gunn do something that wasn't censored by Disney or something. You know what I mean? Something rated R or something let loose. Fucking A.
0: It started off like a spaghetti western. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's getting fucked up. The weird guy with the detachable arms.
1: He, I think he was created just for that movie. That character, there was a. I think, uh, I forgot, arm fall off boy or something like that was what he was based off. But the detachable kid played by Nathan Fillion, son of a bitch. He just had to get in there. He had the most hilarious death because yeah, I thought he was really gonna be shot. able to do something cool, but he didn't do anything. He just went up, his arms went and slapped a guy and then got fucking shot up. and. He was just on the ground screaming as his arms are getting blasted. That the javelin's hilarious.
0: only useful because the javelin became useful,
1: yeah. not him. Ended up fucking, yeah, ended up being surprisingly. Like, that opening was awesome. It was fucked up that they killed Captain Boomerang. I didn't think he was going to yeah, get well, off well, the way place. he
0: got killed, he got blown up and then hit <laughs> by a fucking chopper as that was coming down because the Gamora knockoff.
1: Yeah. but well the, it it caused a distraction so you could get in the other team there was a lot of uh, a few like time jumps or like t- uh you know what i mean they had 8 weird... minutes earlier 3 days earlier the,
0: yeah he had a he had a weird time sequence
1: yeah the the 8 minutes earlier one I was like what like oh, <laughs> exactly yeah. 8 minutes okay but uh, it was I didn't hate that, though, either, because it was one of those, like, nah, there, there's things that are happening simultaneously that I can't show you simultaneously and don't want to cut back and forth Star Wars style and would rather show you the whole scene of that. And then the, it was a Tarantino kind of style. Was, I was thinking of uh, Hateful Eight and shit. Because they had a few scenes like that, too, where they, you know what I mean, they show you things. thing, how Tarantino's just like a master of, Having things play out in different, you know, parts of time and shit. But that's the, them sneaking onto the goddamn beach. John Cena was funnier than he had any right to be. I, I think we can at least full on admit it now that John Cena has comedy chops.
0: He really does, actually. When you he's, think of the movies that he's been in, it's yeah. always
1: weird to see him because you're like, is that John
0: fucking Cena?
1: Yeah, he's been proving it more and more lately. And this one, I think was like he got to basically be a, not only a douchey Captain America but because he was being directed by James Gunn he kind of came off as a douchey star lord as well.
0: A star lord that can cuss?
1: Yeah and it was fucking it was hilarious. Like the the beach the the beach covered in dick's thing was funny but the one that got me was the fucking the the fucking Starfish joke honestly. <laughs> fucking starfish is slang for butthole. Yeah. Think there's a connection? like that that was the thing if he didn't ask if there was a connection if he just said it like that it'd be like shut the fuck up john cena but you think there's a connection like that it, makes <laughs> it
0: go from like just being an idiot to being
1: like <laughs> an idiot detective it reminded me of uh see you said it It reminded me of uh super troopers and shit when the fucking when the old captains were talking and shit this john chimpo tattooed on her on her back shoulder or whatever you think there might be a connection? <laughs> you come in here talking about some tattoo on a drug lady's tit <laughs> I don't know why but uh, yeah that kind of shit fucking and then uh, when they fucking uh when they killed all these the these these people they sneak onto a base they're trying to rescue Rick Flag some of the most brutal and fucked up kills I've seen in a movie as far as like oh my god uh, Okay, only one was actually brutal. The rest of them were just like cool and superhero assassin style. It was a one they were competing, yeah. But the guy laying in the bed, the guy laying on the cot, he looked like he might have even been injured. Like that might have been like a hospital bed type of situation. It looked like a hospital bed. Because like he, he looked was like he was wrapped done. up in that fucking blanket. Like do not move. Or maybe he couldn't move but he got woken up by being stabbed from foot to goddamn crotch and then up even further before he could even ask why he was dead. It was, it was,
0: was just,
1: ah! and done. <laughs> Dude, that was a fucked. And only for that them to part find out that, <laughs> that Rick flag wasn't even captured. Dude, that part of it though, with the
0: right, be- that whole axing, that's just the beginning. Yeah, they weren't even fully in
1: competition yet. No, that was just him going. That was just quietly fucking strolling up and. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious though. That fucking uh, Idris Elba was fucking great. Like uh, the, I just like him. I was disappointed in Thor Thor Ragnarok just because he didn't get to do any of the funny stuff, and he got to deal with that fucking costume for the first two Thor movies. Like I felt like he deserved to have some fun they're just like, nah, dreadlocks. You get, to, you get to not have the big gold costume. What, you get 17 pounds of hair? Yeah, and you don't get to laugh. You don't get to even smile. Everything's going wrong for you. You're saving people. There can only be one Black Highlander. Make that happen. I would watch the shit out of Black Highlander. You know <laughs> like you would, it, too. Is Idris Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Wow that that distracted the whole shit out of me for yeah, a second. Yeah, because like, that I right just... there
0: is because of this movie. <laughs> We're talking about Idris Elba. Black Highlander comes up. Boom.
1: Yeah, Idris Elba looked like he had fun with this role though, too. Like he wasn't. He obviously he didn't have to try to replace Will Smith. He didn't. He wasn't playing the same character, so he got to. He was serious through the majority of the movie. Yeah, like but... I, well, I would say first half. But he, then again, though, the first shot of him, he's wiping toilets and shit Or you know, there was a certain, at least a slight level of, uh, you know, I don't know what, what word I'm looking for, but easiness, I guess. There wasn't, you know, it wasn't, wasn't full on penta. It was more when he encountered fucking the, well, him and the daughter and shit, too. And even then, the whole time he's telling the daughter, like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, that part was very shocking. <laughs> to where he wasn't full on like Will Smith and shit. You know, that, that, that's cool. And he didn't have to put on an American accent, which is always awesome. Idris Elba deserves to use his own accent in every movie. Why is why is he not Black James Bond? Uh, I, that'd be so cool. <laughs> now, I know there's not. S- there's sh- he pretty much was Black James Bond in this with gadgets wise. Yeah.
0: You got a fucking nerve gun.
1: Everything he pulled, off, every like his armor was like all gadgets that he could pull off and turn into was weapons. Awesome,
0: yeah, very
1: smart. Ratcatcher too was the surprising star. I wasn't expecting to like that character so goddamn much. She was actually pretty good. Well, they all had,
0: even though they killed off pretty wacky fucking people in the beginning, they still had some pretty fucking wacky people.
1: Yeah, uh, I liked the idea too of Ratcatcher two. Not <laughs> even like fucking gonna get the on. one. He's oh. dead, and that was my favorite cameo of the whole movie. One thing I didn't recognize though was a uh, Mantis man. When they went into that uh, that bar, when they're when they're uh, getting the thinker guy, she was one of the dancers.
0: Like as Mantis, like Mantis Mantis.
1: No, the actress.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, wait, whoa.
1: Palm Clementine or some shit like that. I don't know her name. Something French, Canadian, some shit. But yeah, she, she was in that movie. though. Didn't even notice. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But fucking uh, yeah. The Harley Quinn. I've never liked Harley Quinn in a movie this much. That much, to be honest. Birds of Prey. I did not enjoy first Suicide Squad, eh? But this one, she actually, uh... She got to have some fun. Margot Robbie apparently did her own stunts, too, when she was being hanged up by them damn handcuffs and shit. Including opening the lock with her feet. That's cool. You know there's some... There, there's somebody out there whacking it to that scene. Oh, look at the control she has in her Feet.
0: Dude, I'm not. Those toes are stuff.
1: accurate. It's like John Wick accuracy in her toes. That's toe work right there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I personally really liked fucking Polka Dot Man.
1: I fucking love that actor, and I don't know his name, but... Yeah, that's it really why. It doesn't he, matter. He looks perfect in everything he gets casted Like, as. when people talk about... Like, there, there's been a lot of actors that are labeled as, like, uh, character actors. And he's one of them. He's definitely one of them. Everything he pops up in, you remember his fucking face. And, yeah, fucking Ant-Man. I fucking loved him in Ant-Man. Especially in the second one. You like jukebox?
0: Oh, <laughs> Bobby <laughs>
1: It was fucking great. It was Polka Dot Man. That shit was hilarious. She's everywhere. And I like they even called him Norman Bates, too. That was hilarious. There's something about what that. What happened shit. to my men? Uh, You know, it's fucking that Prisoners movie. I think it might still be on Hulu unless they've done some dickery to that one, too. Fucking uh Hugh Jackman. But uh, that little guy plays a part in there, too. Polka Dot Man. Him and Paul Dano. And Paul Dano is supposed to be the Riddler. You know the next logical step?
0: Polka Dot Man and the Riddler.
1: No, Hugh Jackman as Batman. Hugh Batman.
0: Fuck. Oh, yeah.
1: That. (laughs) The internet would break in half. Yeah, but it just seems really weird. Why? Cause Hugh Jackman's dashing. He is. He's dashing enough. He could have been fucking James Bond.
0: I just see from up here, like from midway to the face up, him just looking crazy.
1: Yeah, but with the mask on, though, you know. Mask
0: on, hell yeah, probably. But you mask off, of cool?
1: you you never seen him at like an award show, Hugh Jackman. When he's old, when he's just got short hair, his and eyes are done too damn just... wide to be Batman. No, they're not. That's just mean.
0: He just seems ha- like wired,
1: like good to go. That's a good thing. He could fuck you up, duh. Like <laughs> that—that's the whole point of Batman.
0: That Batman can fuck you. And think yeah, about he it. Was... Michael Keaton doesn't
1: look like he should have honestly even been. He's already know, doing Batman. old Batman. That's already that's happening. i I saw some sh- some set photos, man. He didn't lost some weight, and they didn't put some hair plugs or something on him to give him like similar look to how he had in the eighties hair wise, but just gray. He looked quite dashing actually, like because as an old Bruce Wayne like that, I kind of
0: oh fuck it, Ezra Miller is young. They could just do like a Batman Beyond
1: eventually. He would not be a good. Fucking what Terry McGinnis? Is that his name?
0: No, not fucking, um, not actual Ezra Miller, but him being like the Flash. Oh, dude.
1: okay. I was like, I, I, <laughs> the only reason I even say Hugh Jackman for Batman just because he's got the height too. He was too tall for Wolverine. Let's be real. Even though he was great Wolverine, that was always the one complaint physically, was that he was just so damn tall. By tom hardy's little ass has been nominated so many times by fans dude i saw one that said daniel radcliffe
0: uh, for wolverine yeah i would watch it i was like dude what? give the- him a shot let him bulk up if he can bulk up fuck it. i mean honestly give if him one him of the harry potters shot. he was looking more like bill i'm like what the hell's going on with this kid
1: yeah I, I wouldn't even mind that give him a fucking shot Oh, I forgot what I I had just seen recently. Uh, like fan art, of someone, of uh, like someone playing a uh, young Palpatine, and I totally forgot who the fuck it was, but it looked like perfect.
0: And then now they're saying fucking, uh, I
1: think it's Scott Eastwood. Who the fuck is that?
0: Clint Eastwood's kid.
1: I know. Has he been I, on anything? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and look it
0: up, but I'm but, sure he's been on one or two things.
1: The whole purpose of this this particular review is honestly, let's be let's be real. James Gunn, fucking, we we went in kind of yes, we went in to see, we wanted to go see it in theaters, but we weren't going in with high hopes. We weren't going with like high expectations, and that's just because sometimes you know movies let you down when you go up in there hyping it up so much. It was fucking great. That's what made it even funner, too, is characters still died. It's called Suicide Squad. They're they're supposed to be expendable and actually, like, die. Obviously, Harley Quinn... I would have thought Captain Boomerang was going to be safe. Honestly, I thought he was. He was, but no. They killed him off, but...
0: They had to kill him, or it would have been a prequel.
1: Yeah. Harley Quinn, though, she... Her little, uh, her, her, she, her little date scene was, you know, at first it was just like, okay, really? You're just going to have a whole break off into a whole romance film for Harley Quinn? Oh, she just shot him in the chest.
0: Yeah. That, that was crazy.
1: The president. Okay. I'm in. She just, she just did that. And then using the javelin during her escape with all the flowers and shit. I wasn't even mad about that. She's a fucking crazy bitch. Of course, she sees fucking animated flowers and birds and shit. And I did notice, too, as she's walking down that hall, uh, the animated birds were starting to hide behind shit as she got near them. She was scaring the birds in her head. (laughs) Probably right about when she did that fucking wall run thing with the javelin. Yeah, that's... It was awesome. That's the most I've liked Harley Quinn since, like, the Arkham games.
0: And That's not fair to her.
1: (laughs) No, it's not. Like, that was one of the few times that character actually got to be fucking done some... She got to do some fun. I liked the hair and shit, too. Costume-wise, I actually liked the black and red. Probably more than any other iteration. The other one, she just looks like trailer trash. Yeah. Speaking of trailer trash, if you see the fucking video, man. Oh my God. I saw the best white trash video. It's not even trailer trash because they actually had houses. But the best white trash video. That, it starts off, this guy's just, got I don't know why he had the video camera on. I think it was just because this bitch has no eyebrows. Skinny ass <laughs> white chick with eye, no eyebrows. Fucking, she looks like a tweaker. No eyebrows covered in tattoos. Skinnier than hell. Comes up talking about like, Something about calling, saying like they were laughing at her husband made her made his, like he he cried all motherfucking night because of that, <laughs> and like the the dudes holding the camera and like fucking I don't know what you're talking about. It's like no 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 you and your wife was over there laughing, and you can hear the dude's wife behind him like fucking oh no I I swear we weren't do-. and the dude cuts her off he cuts off his own wife no 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 babe don't answer no stupid ass question get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> And it just escalates that by the end of that, he's squirting her in the face with a hose. (laughs) High pressure one, too, with the handle and shit. (laughs) Point blank. It was hilarious. Yeah, you'll see it. The the no eyebrows and tattoos, skinny white chick, you'll see that. Just click play if you come across that on any social media or nothing. You'll fucking love it. It's like four minutes of just hilarity. But this... (laughs) the, The... the ending I loved with the uh with the rats, fucking rat catcher pull fucking the city isn't yours. It's not ours. It's theirs.
0: That was badass. Cause that was like a situation when you first hear like rat catcher like oh big fucking whoop. Oh she's gonna be stealthy. No, those rats fuck shit up. I like the little one. Yeah, I think it was Stanley or something like that.
1: I don't remember the name. He was cool. Yeah. Like, uh, and the fact that she had that fucking uh, blood support, pretty much just had to duck and get ran over by a bunch of rats. Oh, a ratism. I think that was the name of the score for that moment. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, the weirdest part for me was when Harley Quinn jumps off the building with the javelin and just goes straight into the. It didn't even look like she stabbed through anything just look like she jumped into a pool maybe the membrane was maybe the javelin was just that sharp that it just went straight through the membrane whatever outer membrane there might have been for that eye one and done just <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's not like it well i guess i can see that cuz how it's like eyeballs you're fucking like a toothpick jammed into your eye it's going to pop
1: yeah but like you would think people were shooting bullets and shit, too at it, you know. Not really, though. Not many. Yeah, wacky character, wacky expendable characters. That was, that's why I love shit like that in James Gunn's hands. He knows how to turn it into fucking gold. Seeing Michael Rooker as fucking uh, or see, what was it, Savant running the fuck away and shit, like damn near into uh, turn back around. Fuck no, just. That's one of those, like, no, just blow my head off. I'd rather just die that way, I guess. Of course, if he'd have continued on, he might have been able to survive. It's not like everybody was dead.
0: No, flagging Harley Quinn were alive.
1: Yeah. That was sad. That That's how you know fucking Harley Quinn was the only one with marketability for the future. Like, all right, we're going to kill fucking Boomerang right away. Guess Done. what? He ain't coming back next time. Too soon. Okay. We're going to kill off Rick Flag, But like nobly.
0: With a weird fucking X-Factor hit from Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah. Very Romeo Must Die-esque. But I guess some people just need to know that. I mean, John Wick did something similar, but they didn't actually show it. He just stabbed Common and was like, I didn't pull it out or something like that. I didn't hit you. I didn't go all the way through your heart or some shit. Considered a pro- professional courtesy. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't always have to show that. But for a movie like that, why the hell not? I mean, it, it also had beaches that said 20 minutes earlier and shit like that. So <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 Overall, it was fucking fun. That was one of the funnest like superhero movies I've watched in a long time.
0: I thought I was gonna hate it. I wound up liking it a lot, like a lot
1: yeah, like uh again again, I love that ability to I love that nowadays we've gotten to a point with comic book movies that you can pull some of these random ass d lister characters and if you actually work the material properly, you can come up with something great. And James Gunn did it. He did it with Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody would give a fuck about Guardians of the Galaxy. He made people give a shit. He made people cry. Fucking crocodile tears or alligator tears, whichever one cries. When Gamora got thrown off that goddamn thing. That wasn't even him that did it. That did Infinity War. But because of him, you cried. Because Gamora, the attachment to Gamora was there because of James Gunn. His guardians movies did the same thing with Suicide Squad. I'm somewhat interested to see the Peacemaker show. I'm not gonna lie. After seeing after seeing the final product and seeing John Cena like, whoa, did we actually see him? Okay, that's the only that's the only that's the only John Cena joke I'll make on that one. So 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 you caught the the post credit then? Huh? I haven't seen it will live (laughs) (laughs) I mean he seems super strong yeah he seems like he's just having a blast too it's like no I'm still big from wrestling might as well just put that to use honestly it, it makes a lot of sense actually to get wrestlers to be superheroes for some of these ones not always not always Pretty much Cena and The Rock. Let's that, that, be real.
0: Yeah, because I want to see him as Black Adam. Yeah,
1: I do too. <laughs> he does too. I, I think The Rock wants Black Adam more than anybody does right now.
0: That's why he's putting up his own
1: money. Yeah. Which is school as fuck though. God damn it, that's still going to kill me. I actually still haven't figured out who it was that they showed that could play a young Palpatine, but it looked fucking. Yeah, I'm, I'm way too high to remember that. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it would have been nice. I would have loved to have seen it in the theater that night, but honestly, a fucking Schnitzel and watching it at home was just as good. And that's, like I said, one of the funnest fucking superhero movies I've seen in a long-ass time. Like, fucking A. It was nice seeing Michael Rooker back with them, too, with uh, James Gunn, too. Uh, you could tell James Gunn has made friends along the way. When Disney fired him. Oh, that was the one detail that actually was my favorite. Was finding out that uh, the shirt that Rick Flagg was wearing. That yellow shirt. uh, The writing on it. I forgot what language it was in. I'm assuming Spanish. But it meant fucking. It was like a opportunity or obstacles or opportunities or something like that. Which was pretty much that shot at Disney and shit. That one little middle finger you could give. One of those like. You gonna fire me over some 10 year old tweets, bitch? I'm gonna go straight to your competitor. Make something awesome.
0: Yeah, so funny, in a weird way, uh, Scott Eastwood, how we were talking about him with the whole Wolverine thing. Mm-hmm. He was Lieutenant GQ Edwards and the first Suicide Squad. Huh doesn't help. <laughs> no it doesn't. If you uh <laughs> we're listening guys.
1: Yeah, we, we mentioned Scott East like 20 minutes ago <laughs> or 10 minutes ago. S-
0: someone but... didn't watch the first one.
1: <laughs> so yeah, the, the yeah, uh final thoughts on on Suicide Squad any?
0: Well, yeah, it um <laughs> I would say on a little like a closing statement for myself on that one it is a uh, a situation where it's like a stupidly awesome movie. There's a lot of parts that are you're just like, wait, what the fuck? And then you're like, okay, that was cool, though. Yeah. Weasel, not knowing how to swim.
1: Yeah. Fucking calendar, man. God damn it, Sean Gunn. He's, he's got too distinctive a face to not, like, to blend in, but then he does motion capture, too, so he does blend in. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the... Weasel lives, too. Why the fuck? Why the fuck not?
0: They're gonna put him into a show with fucking <coughs> King Kamehameha, <over> there, <laughs> King Shark, and uh, Ratcatcher too, and that I—it's just gonna be like the mini adventures of Suicide Squad.
1: Oh, I didn't even mention that I said my favorite cameo, but I didn't actually say who it was. Taika Waititi, as fucking original Rat Catcher in the flashback there—that was fucking awesome.
0: Heroin addict.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It was also not so much because of the heroine part, but fucking any that name has become fucking synonymous with comedy lately, especially. He fucking you know, he revitalized the Thor movies basically with one movie. That's all it took. Yeah. And honestly, just seeing that he had any involvement at all with a fucking James Gunn movie makes me more excited about Love and Thunder. He's got Christian Bale and goddamn, uh,
0: Russell Crowe.
1: Yeah, I I kept wanting to say Kurt Russell, and I knew that wasn't it. So, I, yeah, Russell Crowe. So that that's fucking, that already makes me excited. Plus, from what I'm seeing, fucking Natalie Portman might have gotten buff. Yeah, like Last of Us Part Two buff. Wow, creepy. But yeah, I, I'm I'm. Some but my faith is almost renewed in superhero movies again. I I didn't think I could maintain interest, especially after the, the four hour fucking Snyder cut. Because that was sudden, because I did enjoy the hell out of that movie, but it was one of those like, all right, I think I've got my fill on DC now. Dude,
0: he came out after the movie and was like, oh yeah, I. I intended because of the parts that you would watch it like you would have intermissions. Like what the fuck? This isn't a play. Like yes, I love the Snyder cut, but mm-hmm. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> well, the, that is a cuz remember it was initially supposed to be like a four-part series though, too. Those those chapters were supposed to be separated by clicks. That would have been very annoying. But no, my dumbass went straight through. I think I stopped halfway through, went outside to smoke, came back in. But Suicide Squad actually had me. This is the Suicide Squad. But yeah, that kind of renewed some of my interest and some of my love for these comic book superhero movies. And on that note, we are about finished. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Now, before we let you go, I think by the time this episode releases, I should have an exclusive behind-the-scenes clip from, uh, or not just behind the uh, fucking uh, a deleted a deleted clip, something that didn't didn't make it onto another show, but is perfectly appropriate for for this dumpster, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's.
0: So those are uh, my party. Are my sacrifices and my sacrifices alone? In the end, you're not to take them. They're worked up. um, They they look at you and they say, "Why did they attack?" They attack because you tried to force them into a cage. And he looks at you and he says, "And that's what we do to everyone else."
1: Massa taught us to defend ourselves. They're adventurers. Jesus Christ, (laughs) DJ! What did he say? Fuck! That was golden, man. That was golden. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit!